0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, and we are on the road with the Roman Robos. I guess I'm not on the road, but you're on the road. How's it going, John? It's going
1: really well. We've been quite lucky with some amazing weather, a little bit of rain in between the last uh, handful of months since we last spoke, but... uh, We're still in good spirits, we still love driving with each other and hanging out with each other the most.
0: It's crazy, I was just thinking, it's been Sea Otter since we last spoke. I just thought of that
1: myself and realizing, you know, we spoke just before we left Sea Otter to head up toward Eureka and toward the Unknown Coast. And now we're already in Northern New York going into Canada again.
0: So how did Tour of the Unknown Coast go for you this year? I know you really enjoy that ride. I do. I
1: mean, it's definitely a, a benchmark for us to try to make it now that our friend has talked us into it. And this year, instead of doing the 100-miler, I did the metric century just due to fighting a small illness that was ever-present between just before we departed Boulder and then when we were on the road, Pamela and I just seemed to be... You know, a vicious circle of she was sick and then I would get sick, so she felt better. And then as I was starting to feel better, she would pick up the bug again. So we weren't exactly tip top shape. Not that it's a, it has to be a race, but we know that the locals take it as a really prestigious race. So we chose to play it safe and just do the metric. Um, But the weather was perfect this year. There was no wind. There was a great group of people that you could sort of, get behind and take turns pulling with, and, you know, overall, an A-plus-A again.
0: Now, can you kind of touch upon, say, your standout ride from each state where you stopped? Oof.
1: That's, I mean, there's quite a few. Definitely tour the Unknown Coast, I think, is a standout for Northern California. And we had a nice touch-up ride with our friend, Ted King, in like the Marin County area in California. Alaska, I would say the most breathtaking ride was riding around the and doing some dirt road riding, also some trails out there. The only downside of riding there is that you have to take so many pieces of safety equipment in preparation for bears that it's kind of exhausting just thinking about looking for bears and then realizing that you have to talk at a lot of, a louder, uh, decimal level than you normally would, or just talk in general. Uh, Pamela had written a blog about how exhausting it is to ride in bear country because we don't like to talk while riding, like intermittently we will, but for the most part, we just like to pedal and hear, you know, the chain and the chain set just moving smoothly versus us chit-chatting. Um, and then you got to carry bear spray, which it, you know, it serves a purpose, but it's also kind of cumbersome.
0: Gosh, I'm thinking as well, I mean, you say exhausting. to The drive to Alaska, what was that like?
1: Well, luckily, it was my 50th state, so in order to take that box off, I chose to take a ferry. So we actually boarded a ferry in Bellingham, Washington, with the van and Penny and Pamela and myself. And for three days, we took the ferry up to Haines, Alaska, where we disembarked and then drove towards Anchorage or Valdez and then Anchorage and Homer and Whittier and Seward up to Fairbanks. And then Fairbanks, we drove up to Chicken in in Denali as well. But from Fairbanks to Chicken, the highway is called the Top of the World Highway. It is justly named that because the views are spectacular. It's about 80 miles of freshly packed you know, manicured dirt, which was amazing. And then it dropped you into Canada, like the northern part of the Yukon. And then we drove all the way down from the Yukon back into northern Montana in Glacier National Park.
0: Well, not like that is a step down. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I mean, it's all breathtaking in its own right. and The one fun game that we had while driving on the Alcan, as they call it, is keeping track of wildlife. So, you know, if you've ever done a 24 hour relay running race, sometimes you'll put little tick marks for roadkill as in passing other teams. Well, we decided to just kind of tally the number of bears, moose, elk, buffalo, I'm trying to remember.
0: We saw a bunch
1: of sheep and. Uh, in like random rock crawling sheep that were they were in canada in british columbia as the is correcting me so we saw a total of 33 bears in 1600 miles which is a long stretch but it was uh, entertaining it's like we didn't need to go to a zoo for a while
0: now did you see any bears when you were riding your bike i hope you didn't need your spray
1: uh we didn't see any physical bears. We did have one encounter with a bear in Canmore, British Columbia. So we avoided it. We avoided the tourist trap of damp at the recommendation of some friends. And we chose to go to Canmore where the riding is spectacular. And we were on this mountain bike trail and on our bikes or multi-use trail. And we heard a rustling in the woods and we saw something fall down a small little hill and after closer inspection we realized it was bear scat and so we figured we were being watched and it was best that we get back on our bike instead of going into the stream to carry on down the, the trail.
0: Sounds like a smart decision. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so after that and after Glacier, uh, then where did you go?
1: From there we saw some friends in catch himself. Ketchum, South Dakota, and Sun Valley, Idaho. We also were in Missoula for a while. And then we went up to port a for just the riding and the views and the lake are spectacular. We took on the Hiawatha Trail. I say took it on, but it's not much of a challenge. It's a great 30-mile ride that encompasses a 2% grade if you start at the bottom of it. Because it's an old railroad track that's been converted into a bike trail, and you get across seven trestles and then go through nine tunnels of varying lengths, and the longest tunnel is one point six miles long. So you can rent lights or hel- uh, helmet lights if you need to. Of course, we had it all with us, but it's a it's a really cool outing in Western Idaho.
0: I was um, going to say a one point six mile tunnel that has got to be pitch black.
1: It was pitch black. There's definitely no lights uh, that are in the tunnel itself, so you're at the, at the mercy of the lights that you have on your bike and you hope that they're fully charged <laughs> uh, and the batteries are brand new. So, there were a couple, a couple families that we came across and they had like little kids that were either really, really enjoying the moment or really petrified of the moment, and we kind of felt bad for them. So, also really cold. I think the high temperature inside the tunnel towards the center of it is 44 degrees. Wow.
0: So after Idaho, then what? Now you're starting to get out of Uh, the mountains. We
1: are, yes. After Idaho, we made our way, slowly made our way east into eastern Montana in Wyoming. Bighorn Mountain, which is spectacular. I feel like I say that word a lot right now because a lot of the lower 48 is just as spectacular as uh, Alaska. And then we also went down to Jackson Hole or Jackson, Wyoming. And there was a small mishap when we just before we got to Jackson. And we were camping on some forest land, and Pamela was going out for a run. And she just inadvertently stepped wrong into a small little, like, hoof track or a rut somewhere and she severely rolled her ankle so instead of us enjoying some downtime in Jackson we actually did some you know, quick visits to a urgent care where she got some x-rays and a doctor's recommendation to realize it wasn't broken which is good and just a really severe sprain but it kind of put her on the reserve list for riding bikes and running for a little bit I so think re- it's just sort of you know Go ahead.
0: Now, now how are you doing? Because part of the reason that you are on this trip is uh, because of the brain injury. No, it's true. Uh,
1: I mean, I'm good. I've had luckily no, no, yeah, Pamela's like knocking on wood, so I'm going to reach back and knock on the butcher block countertop we have in the van. But no, things for me have been really good health wise, and same for Pamela. I mean, the sprained ankle is minor it was just sort of a mental letdown because we're starting to get into the groove of riding a lot and enjoying what we like to do in that explore on two wheels. So the upside, as Pamela likes to look at it, and so do I, is she decided to sag and so I would, instead of just driving to some locations, chose to ride the bike to various towns and cities across the way in the last couple hundred miles. There were some really cool towns that we rode to in Wyoming in like Bighorn Sheep National Forest, Uh, there was also the Eaton, Eaton Ranch out in Wyoming and rode out there in some of the most amazing farm country you'll ever find, I think, on dirt roads that accept bikes. So there's a benefit for the sprained ankle that Pamela had in dirt.
0: Well, isn't that funny, too, how, I mean, those of us who live in the mountains, it is so spectacular, but farm country is beautiful. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a mixture of cornfields and dairy, dairy, uh, dairy farms, but rolling hills and jagged peaks and everything in between. So, yeah.
0: Now, are you finding yourself in some of the best shape of your life?
1: Ah, not yet, I don't think. I mean, just because some of the rides that we're doing, they're not always 100-mile adventures. And part of it is because we do have Penny with us, and even though the van was designed with her in mind to keep it at a moderate temperature should we go on an excursion on two wheels, we also feel like there's other things to do besides just ride for eight hours and to explore a town or to get on the water... And we recently acquired a stand-up paddleboard, since we both love water sports. And being born and raised on the East Coast, it affords us another outlet to do some activities besides just riding our bike, which we do love. But uh,
0: we—I mean—we're definitely in
1: good shape, but I wouldn't say the best shape of our lives.
0: Now I'm, I'm thinking again of your trip, tour of the unknown coast, Alaska. Now, you're just leaving Rochester, New York, on your way to Montreal, and you've driven the entire way. How many miles have you put on the van? Since
1: we've left, we've done 16,800 miles, and I only know that because I'm tracking it on a spreadsheet, and I just updated the spreadsheet the other day when we were in Crystal Lake, Michigan, before we ended up in Rochester.
0: Now, what's the plan in Montreal and after that? In
1: Montreal, we're actually going to hang out with one of Pamela's dearest friends from grad school, who's also a physical therapist, and they haven't seen each other in a couple of years, so we'll be in downtown Montreal for a handful of days hanging out with her. There won't be a ton of riding on the docket, which is okay, and then from there, we're going to go into Burlington, Vermont, down towards Paulette. Paulette, where last year we both ended up for the of Prestige, which is their you know endurance ride race challenge, which the the course that they had put together was breathtaking, and Pamela was the medic for the entire event last year, and she wants to go back and ride part of it, if not the whole thing, so the goal is to end up in Paulette for a couple of days and have some friends join us, and then we'll skirt quickly over to Maine to see my family and surprise my niece and nephew, and Then we're going to turn around and go to Deerfield, Massachusetts, where we're both signed up to participate in the D2R2 Cycling Challenge, which is a varying off-road, gravel, road-riding adventure between 60 miles, 100 miles, uh, 140-mile ride, and 120-mile ride. So we'll be doing that on August 20th
0: we are definitely going to be doing some updates with you from d2r2 good friend of mine puts that on and i'm excited that you're heading out there to do that event yeah
1: no i mean we're definitely looking forward to that event having heard many great things about it from friends in the industry and then talking with you earlier and kind of saying that we did two of the hardest races or rides on both coasts in the same year should be pretty entertaining
0: well, John, it's great that we've finally been able to catch up, and I uh, hope we are able to connect more frequently from here through the end of your drive.
1: Yes, I know we've both been busy, uh, so understandable. But, yeah, hopefully we can catch up again soon, and maybe we'll see you at the the Natchez Trail ride at the end of September.
0: I certainly hope so. All right, catching up with John and Pablo Robichaud, who are on their way to Montreal, Canada. Roman Robos from Boulder, Colorado. This is Over the Top Radio. I'm George Thomas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello,